Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 230. John and Wendy talk to Aura Marie Hewitt. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you, John? Wendy, I am well, and it is August, which is incredibly hard to believe. Uh, Yeah, but it's great. (laughs) It it is. We want to thank everybody for allowing us the the brief break. Yeah. Family stuff has been going on. Thankfully, things are improving there, and we are happy to be back with all new episodes throughout August. We're also very excited to welcome back our friends at Namely as our sponsor for the month. Yes, so excited to be working with them. We've been able to do a lot with Namely, and I'm looking forward to fall with them. Uh, You know, we've got a few things in the hopper. Can't talk about just yet, but I'm excited. We will be sharing very soon. As always, we appreciate Namely being with us. We wanted to mention a couple other things briefly in the open as well. First off, I have another event coming up with some other good friends of ours over at Paycor. So I'm going to have it in the show notes on Thursday, the 11th, so a week after this recording comes out, I'm going to be doing a webinar with them about high-performing cultures and how do we develop high-performing cultures in the workplace. I'm excited about that. I'm not sure why I'm doing it, Wendy, but they think I'm... (laughs) They love you, John. They love you. And we love them. I I love (laughs) working with Paycor very much. It's kind of nice. This is not an industry-focused conversation like sometimes we do. Everyone is welcome. I know several people have registered already. Again, I'll have the links in the show notes. I would love to have you take part if you can and appreciate always working with Paycor as well. The final thing we want to mention (laughs) before we get talking with Aura, we also want to congratulate former sponsor and a great friend, John Baldino, is celebrating 10 years of Humoriso. Yes, 10 years, I believe, today. Um, when we're we record, recording, yes. when we're recording 10 years as of today, I happened to be on the phone with him the other day and he mentioned it and congratulations to John and everyone over at Humoriso. They do fantastic work. I think he's building his team of super HR heroes, super HR friends. I don't know how to, what else to call them, but he's got such a great team over there. Lots of friends of our, ours who work for John. And uh, so exciting things happening over there. So congratulations, John and everyone else at Humory. So happy 10 year anniversary. Good things all around. It is a, a great way to start this month. And this conversation, I am so excited to finally be able to connect with Aura. Wendy, let's make the introduction and get started. Yes, so excited. She's been joining us on the chats, and so we knew we had to have her on the show. Aura is the Director of People and Culture at Lavelli Brensinger Architects, overseeing people, culture, HR, and safety. An influential strategic business professional with a broad understanding of people and business environments, Aura loves to translate opportunities into action to drive strategy, process improvement, employee experience, engagement, diversity, equity, inclusion, communication, financial, technology, and organizational mission. If that's not enough to keep anyone busy, yeah, that's a lot. That's awesome, Aura. Can't wait to dive into some of that. But first question, as always, what is in your glass? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This conversation is going to be so much fun. Uh, Honored to be here and to connect with you guys. In my glass uh, this afternoon is tea. Um, Excited. And as hot as it's been, that's probably very appropriate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oregon, we appreciate you so much taking some time to join us. I have to ask, though, as we always would, how exactly did you get your start in human resources? Yes. Thank you, John and Wendy. Um, I started in HR uh, due to an interest in 
Training and Development L&D. And I will say Maria Killer, uh, Tom O'Connor, and John Guillaume, they did a great job recruiting me. They were <laughs> reckless. <laughs> they really were. I love it. I love it. I want to dive into that a little bit. Is there anything in specific that they did to attract your attention into HR? Yeah, so there was a position that came open for um, training and development. And uh, Tom O'Connor, since he started at the company I was working, I was in other role. Um, he was about seven years in the company, but since he started, he keeps saying, Ora, do you want to come to HR? Ora, what, what do you want? Like, no. And then finally a role came out like in that area. And then uh, the three of them uh, partnered and they were awesome. So that is how I got into HR and I'm, I'm glad I did. It's so exciting. Like it's, it's a totally different department and it's always learning, always uh, connecting with other uh, professionals, not only in HR, but in other parts of the business. So it's awesome. I love that. There's a little bit of a, a pusher um, <laughs> attracting people to to the uh, profession. I love it. I love it. Um, so you've been in HR for a little while, especially on that learning and development side. What do you see as one of the top things HR professionals should be paying attention to over the next year? Yeah, well, I think that is a great question. Thank you. Uh, there are multiple things. So one of the things that are important for HR professionals to pay attention is definitely keep the eyes um, in the people and also like hear um, what um, improvements they would like to do, um, what uh, things we can do better at organizations. Things of that nature is super important because that um, influences engagement. And it's very important in terms of the uh, retention of the workforce and also ensuring that we are cultivating the right culture in an organization. So that will be one. Number two, I think definitely uh, we need to keep the eye like on DNI and ensure that we are walking the talk, but also going beyond and doing through DNI work throughout the organizations, which is super important. The third one, I would say people analytics. Uh, really is a function that uh, we need to invest more. And when I say we, it's not only like HR, but also organizations and other departments as people analytics can provide other type of uh, insights about the business. And also like with some uh, organizations maybe hitting into a potential recession, it helps us potentially see, okay, is it an opportunity, for example, to adjust departments, not necessarily cutting personnel out, but maybe this person was doing this role, maybe it becomes a role enhancement into something else and something that can help us be uh, better prepared. And I think people in analytics will provide us with great data in terms of that. E, and finally, but not least, uh, budgets and financials, um, that's always my number one because that usually tells us what really is happening in an organization and how people are feeling and also what is happening. Or I think you're the first... HR professional that we've had that is associated with an architecture firm, I think. Wendy, I think that's a fair statement. I think so, yeah. And I'm curious, I'm curious if there are unique challenges that you are seeing when it comes to architects or the type of people that you're looking for. Are there challenges that you're seeing that others may not? Yeah. Um, so challenges that we have seen in our side for architecture is definitely certain positions have a level of a specialty. And what I mean with that is employees need to be certain years exposed to certain type of architecture projects. And that is 
a gable, for example, when we go and try to find a project manager, as an example, uh, a PA, um, we are looking specifically like for see what exposure have they have. And that as of right now, it remains a gap because we all in architecture are competing for the same talent. And I'm sure this is something that uh, we feel in basically in all fields where, you know, like somebody, you go for an architect and then that person can have potentially three offers already. So uh, that is one of the things that we are seeing in our side in terms of that, because it's, it's very specialized. And where I work at La Valley, we have six studios. So uh, there are different like fields of architecture. So that is uh, definitely one of the things that um, comes to mind, John. You were a founding member of the Hacking HR Expert Council. And some of our listeners may not be familiar with Hacking HR. I guess, can you talk a little bit about the group? How did you get involved? And what do you believe the value the organization is bringing to the profession now? So Hacking HR is an organization that is designed to, I would say, reinvent in a way and expand um, HR uh, more globally. And it focuses a lot on collaboration. So what I would say is that um, Hacking HR has different HR professionals that are looking to advance the HR professional, the HR profession and focus in other aspects of HR that sometimes in the past were not, I would say, put at the front uh, of HR. So some of those things obviously include DNI, you know, technology advancements, people analytics, also like leadership skills, things like that. It's different in terms of HR. And at the same time, I think that it embraces every HR leader, regardless of what type of HR role you have in an organization to ensure that you can gain skills and also connect with others who may have other experiences than you and grow collaboratively. So I think that um, that is a great organization. I am a founding member. I got involved uh, with Hacking HR as part of connecting with Enrique, which is he's a founder. And then I happened to be a moderator at some of the panels and also a speaker on some of the panels for the conference. I'm also a mentor for people that come in terms uh, want to learn specifics in terms of HR. And then they have an also platform that uh, they also have like podcasts. Uh, and in the platform, they have a, it's called like the HR lab where you can attend webinars. You know, it's all kind of different aspects of HR and what is awesome about it is that we get the opportunity to learn from other peers in HR who have a specific experience in um, certain areas. So it makes it, um, I would say, easier for us to uh, gain those experiences and also gain that knowledge from others. I love that you are doing all these different things to connect to people with a hacking HR. And then back in January 2020, you launched People in Leadership, which is awesome. And you share that across several platforms. What have you learned from that experience? And do you have any plans for future topics or presentations that you can uh, um, that you can share? Absolutely. Absolutely. So People and Leadership was actually created. The original name was Leadership and Motivation. And then we ended moving the name to uh, people and leadership because really was it is about the people. 
and the people that connected with us. So there are many things that we have learned as a result of people and leadership. I did that effort with my partner, uh, Julie Quinn, who has been an amazing uh, partner and network contact. And I will talk about her a little bit more when we get to that point. Um, I know you have a question about that. Um, one of the things that I learned is how the connection of talking with others and also learning from what others experiences, how important that is and how quickly can reduce the time of us learning new topics and other things. That's something that was very critical um, for people and leadership. The main reason why we launched People and Leadership is because, as you know, it's 2020. My major concern in terms of the situation that was happening with the pandemic was um, mental health. We already were working with an overworked workforce people being tired, and then um, how can we reduce the stress and things like that. So we talk about open opportunity for people to share their experiences, learn from one another, and come and have fun. You know, just there were times that we have certain topics set up, and there were other times that they, they weren't. People just wanted to come and just connect as people. So we opened that opportunity, and it has been an Awesome endeavor. Uh, in terms of what we have coming next, uh, we have some presentations coming as late summer and fall, and that's going to be awesome. Uh, we usually connect on Tuesday around noontime, and we have different leaders, not necessarily from HR, uh, from different departments, and we have been able to meet amazing people that we didn't know before um, if we wouldn't have launched people and leadership and also I think the pandemic also enabled uh, people to do things different and to think of different things that they can be sharing with, with us. So that was awesome. Now, I know you all have tried several different places. You've been on Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, some LinkedIn. Which one do you like the most? What are you seeing or what do you really like out there? I have attended some LinkedIn Spaces. I think those are great. I really like Twitter because... The reason why I like it so much, one, is because it's the audio, uh, which is very similar to what it was in Clubhouse. And two, because I found that in Twitter, I don't know if it's because it's the platform. I know if it's because it's different than LinkedIn. But I found that, like, people are more themselves in Twitter. I found, like, the is it feels more personal, if I can put it in those words. Also, I love that uh, people can ask questions and everything. One of the reasons why we started in uh, Clubhouse is because the ability of creating a voice for people with abilities. And that is the one thing that was great uh, and it is great about Clubhouse, how uh, if a person has an ability of hearing or talking, uh, or seeing, uh, they can run Clubhouse side by side with another application, and they are able to communicate with us back and forth. That is something that before Clubhouse really wasn't possible. So that is the main reason why we the launch was done in Clubhouse. Um, and I would love to see more, more platforms enable people that have abilities to be able to participate and, you know, because it's, it's different. You mentioned Twitter, and, and as we said earlier, that's really how we first met you is through our Twitter chat. We always appreciate the fact that people continue to find it, which has been a really nice thing. Our question to you about that is how exactly did you find us, and then what keeps you coming back? 
I how do I find you guys? I find you to the um, hashtag HR community. So what it happens is through Clubhouse, I connected with Tracy, Francisco, Nikki, and Jeffrey. Uh, they had a session in Clubhouse called Run on the House. And around the same time that Julia and I were running uh, People and Leadership, uh, the four of them were running, they started early those sessions and they have amazing sessions. Usually they were on Fridays at noontime. So I connected uh, with them previously. And then one of them, I believe it was Tracy or, or Jeffrey, uh, they put a hashtag HR community and then they put uh, the social hour. That's how I found you. And then prior to that, Julie Quinn, which is the person that is my partner in the People and Leadership, she mentioned there are great communities on Twitter, Aura. I will highly recommend it to use your Twitter account as part of the business. Because before this year, I really have my Twitter account, but I really didn't use it because I was more like in LinkedIn and also with the Clubhouse uh, running People and Leadership. And then when I went there, I got to the session and I'm like, oh, my God, yes, this is awesome. And that is how I find you. <laughs> we love those folks. They are fantastic, great friends. So we like to share them and they share with us. We love it. Yay. Or one of the things that we've started doing this year is kind of outsourcing some of our work. We know that's a big thing in HR, <laughs> outsourcing. <laughs> yeah. um, but we've been asking our guests to help ask questions. So former guest, Dr. Amy Dufresne asks, what book are you reading or a podcast you are listening to currently? So there are a couple of things, as I, as I mentioned, um, I am part of the Hacking HR um, I listen to the podcast because it gave me the opportunity to learn from other HR professionals that have other experiences. One of the books that is about how to manage under a crisis is done by a marathon runner. Um, so I'm a runner and it's amazing how like athletes observe crisis different um, than others. And then one book that I'm looking to read pretty soon uh, has nothing to do with HR, so bear with me, um, is actually about how to prepare food um, for puppies. So I just recently got a puppy, so I'm, it's a whole new learning, <laughs> not regarding to HR, but that is something that I'm actually, I just I just got the book. So uh, it's now in my um, inbox, in my uh, phone. And that's something I will be reading very closely. <laughs> so that's in terms of that. There are probably HR lessons in there. <laughs> There's your new LinkedIn post. After you read this book, what did you learn about HR from learning how to feed puppies? I, I can see it. It's going to go viral. <laughs> With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by Namely. We all do our best to keep ahead of business trends, but keeping ahead can be its own full-time job. With everyone wearing multiple hats, it's easy to fall behind. That's why you need to make the switch to Namely, the all-in-one HR solution that adapts with your business. Namely helps you and your team with all aspects of human resources, from onboarding and performance management to payroll and intuitive benefits enrollment. Whether you have 50 or 1,000 employees, all in one connected and modern platform. Plus, Namely is customizable for your company, culture, and goals, so they can match where you are now and adapt as you grow. Grow with Namely. Learn more about making the switch today by visiting namely.com slash hrsocialhour. For a limited time, get one month free when you make the switch to Namely. 
Again, that's namely.com slash HR Social Hour. Thanks again, Namely, for sponsoring the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Aura, this is everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. As we know, not too many people dream of going into HR as children. So what career did you dream of having when you were a child? When I was a child, I actually, very early on, I have my career actually changed. So first I wanted to be a doctor and I want to just like to be like in a hospital. I don't know why, but that what happened to be. Then after I switched, I wanted to be a pilot. I still don't know why I wanted to be a pilot, but that was that was my top process back then. It was doctor and pilot. It's like, okay, I don't know why. <laughs> or I think you started to allude to this earlier. Who's one person you've gained your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Wow, uh, John, this question is actually very hard to name one person. So I'm going to do my best to go around the room. There are so many connections that I have been able to make during the last year that have been important and insightful. And what I will say is um, they have opened so many doors for me and vice versa. I have opened so many doors for them in terms of everything, learning together, as well as opportunities like this one, for example, that I mentioned how now we are connected and how I am here in this show. And thank you for having me. One person that I wanted to mention um, is Julie Quinn. The reason that I'm mentioning Julie Quinn is because uh, Julie Quinn is, has her own business and she also is a strategic leader uh, who also coach leaders about how they can go on their business or on their functions and be more efficient and also and has the leadership skills. So that is a person that has been significant in terms of the last two years, not only in terms of people and leadership, but also for me as a leader and also at the personal level. I also wanted to say that um, it is important for people to know because people can reference um, not only her business, but her coaching and things that they can learn uh, from her. Um, Other uh, people that I think that is uh, important for people to know, I would say um, Nikki, uh, Francisco, Tracy, and Jeffrey from the HR Round on the House. Uh, They are tremendous resources for people because they have different experiences within business. Uh, Nikki and Tracy being more in the technology side, Jeffrey more in the recruiting uh, business other set of eyes, and Francisco more as an entrepreneur and business. Uh, they are leaders that lead with people first. That is something that is so important regardless of what type of title we have in organization, regardless of what kind uh, we have. Another person that I wanted to mention is uh, Barbie. Uh, Barbie is a person that I connected with her early last year as I was uh, planning to go through the transition. She gave me some feedback about it. And uh, Barbie has a, um, a show that she also ran. And she has so many posts within uh, LinkedIn and her platforms that really are eye-opening and help professionals. You know, you don't have to have a session with Barbie every time, but her way of leading is always like with empathy and everything. So I think that for like network specifically, I will say uh, they are important. And I will add the HR uh, community in 
Twitter um, has been very helpful to see and learn from other ones. And I will definitely recommend people follow the HR Social Hour. It's so much learning that comes from people connecting on these topics and answering the questions how you guys have it set up week after week um, because it's different people with different experiences and different ways of seeing things. Those will be my, I think I give you like two, John. <laughs> I know you asked for one, John, buddy. That is okay. That is Love okay. Aura, if you could go back to the beginning of your career, what is one piece of advice you would give yourself? I would say there are two things. One, pace yourself. It's not a sprint. We are here for the long haul. It's really, we're running the long race. And number two will be uh, see mistakes as opportunities, learn from it, enable to grow from it, and also see the opportunity to take others uh, with you so together we can grow. Or we've talked a bit about your work with hacking HR and with people in leadership. How else do you enjoy giving back to your community? Definitely, I would say um, connecting with others. Uh, nonprofit organizations are a great way to learn uh, from others as well as serve the community. So uh, one of the communities I'm involved is Human, Manchester Human Resource Association, and I have the opportunity in that community to learn so much from all of them, uh, all the HR leaders that definitely have different perspectives and that have different experience who haven't reached me as well. So that has been an awesome way to uh, giving back. I would say also uh, mentoring others and learning from those uh, mentees because they have different set of eyes and everything. And I would say that giving back to the community, I also uh, serve at the Diversity Workforce Coalition. I have been serving in that organization for, I think now it's over five years, and it has been tremendous uh, work. It has been awesome um, to serve with other leaders and also serve the community. I enjoy um, supporting others and seeing them grow, seeing them succeed uh, in other settings. Aura, what's your favorite movie? That's simple. Rocky. I am big fan of Rocky. I have seen all series. This is as I was a kid, by the way. Wow. I don't think we've had Rocky yet. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. I love it. How about a favorite or most memorable live performance you've ever attended? Well, live performance, like in terms of like, a, if it will be like a concert or something like that, like a TV show, I would say like uh, seeing kids live, that was something awesome. Like I, come wow. from other countries, so never have the opportunity to uh, see that. And I happened to see that, like, actually in 2016. So it was pretty cool. And then in terms of actually, like, day-to-day -day life, I would say um, one of my greatest experiences come to being present at um, running races, regardless of the distance. So, uh, and it doesn't matter if I am actually a participant or if I'm actually an spectator supporting um, other people that train with me, other runners. It's one of the most amazing events that a person can be on, from my perspective. Aura, if you could be on a, any TV show, either as yourself or as a character, what would that be? It will be as, I will definitely, would choose to be myself. <laughs> so much easier to be myself than try to be somebody else. That's just uh, that. And then if 
if that would be like, I, it would be just like um, a day on the day of, you know, like keep it simple. Uh, it wouldn't be like anything like different or yeah, it would be like a, a day on the day type of thing. I like it. Simple. Well, recently it was announced that it's going to be Aura Maria Hewitt Day all around the world. What are we going to do to celebrate? <laughs> what are we going to do to celebrate? Okay. I would say if we are celebrating, we definitely are celebrating everybody and everybody's learnings and successes. And also like opportunity, the opportunities to improve. Those are fun to celebrate. And how are we celebrating? I would say definitely it would be cool to have just like barbecues and like have fun and then cook together and just be in the community. Thank you for not saying running. I appreciate that. I appreciate it, but but not going running. running. Thank you. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Oh, well, finally, uh, as you know, we are outsourcing. So if you could ask the next guest of the podcast any question, what would it be? My question will be, what have you learned in the last month uh, in your role and or on anything uh, in general in life? And what are you doing to uh, share that knowledge with others? Or what are you planning to do? Well, it is now in the notes. So it will be <laughs> asked very, very soon. Or as we mentioned, we are so happy that we were able to make yes. this happen and finally have time together. And we talked about it. it's always great to connect with people, particularly through Twitter. That has always been our favorite mm-hmm. place. And it's it's always fun to have professionals continue to find us. And we appreciate that. Now, I know many of our listeners are probably connected with you already, but if they are not, and they're going to want to now that you've been here, best way for them to reach you out there. Uh, best way to reach me. So if you are in the Twitter platform, I am at Ora Hewitt. Uh, if you are in LinkedIn, you can connect with me there too. Um, and there I am, Ora Maria Hewitt. And then you can um, always send a message or just send the invite. And I would, you know, like we love to connect with you guys and see why are you doing in the in the business and in your profession, and also how can we connect and how can we help each other. We will have that in the show notes. And Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to reach you out there. Uh, best way, as always, on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, 7 p.m. Eastern time, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? Once again, thanks to our friends over at Namely for sponsoring this episode in the entire month of August. Be sure to check them out at Namely.com to learn more. And as for me, JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman and for the show, HRSocialHourPodcast.Podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share, and follow, subscribe. They keep changing the term, Wendy, so I don't know. They do. The bottom line is whatever platform you're on. Smash that hit button. Hit hit (laughs) some kind of button. You'll get get those new episodes. We had our little break, but we are back in full force. You're going to get a new episode each and every week. And if you get a special episode along the way, too, you never know. Mm -hmm. International listeners, we love to talk to you. You know that. And we know you're out there. But it is easier for you to get in touch with us than for us to get in touch with you. So please reach out. And we'll start those conversations. Oregon, thank you so much for joining us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. 